The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is Make It Kind. Make It Kind. M-I-P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Kind. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, another very special guest with us here on Make It Kind. During the Obama administration, he served as counselor and domestic and economic policy director for then Vice President Biden. He also was appointed by President Barack Obama as executive director of the President's Council on Jobs and Competitiveness and led the federal government's efforts in the economic recovery of the city of Detroit. So he is eminently qualified to talk about what we're going to talk about today. I will also mention uh, that during the 2020 presidential campaign, our guest served as executive, as counselor to, to President Joe Biden during the 2020 presidential campaign. Prior to that, he was an executive vice president and head of corporate responsibility and community relations at Key Bank. He is currently the 19th Deputy Secretary of Commerce. Deputy Secretary Don Graves joins us on Make It Plain. Welcome, my brother. How are you? I'm great, Reverend. Thank you so much for having me on, on, on the show. It's a pleasure to have you. I want to start this way. I was talking to someone the other day getting ready to buy a new car and they were looking. I said, well, you know, you either want to go in the electric uh, direction, I would suggest, or hold off. And they said, why? I said, well, I think some things are about to change and there's going to be more of a mandate for everyone to move in that direction. I had that conversation last week. You all must have been eavesdropping <laughs> and, and, and decided to pull that trigger, huh? Well, you, you, no question about it. Absolutely, and I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're thinking about electric vehicles. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, actually, I te- full full um, disclosure. My son is playing summer league baseball. Uh, we made made a quick trip to Miami. I'm telling you, man, it was like every other car in Miami was a Tesla. Now I know Miami's in a different income bracket than probably you and me, but still, I took note of it. Just how many, how 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 many people are driving those cars? So, um, tell us about uh, the president's announcement uh, today and what we have in store. Well, thanks so much. The, you know, the, the president's announcement about the uh, electric electric vehicle support is is just in keeping with the the administration's commitment to the uh, to clean energy uh, and clean technology infrastructure and it, it's also something that's a significant component of the uh, infrastructure plan that I, I know you 
have heard all about. Uh, we need to build an electric vehicle infrastructure. That's what the infrastructure plan is all about. We need to electrify thousands of school and transit buses across the country because we build the infrastructure, we make the investment uh, from the federal standpoint, we can bring down the cost to your point of making uh, electric vehicles affordable for every community so we can also make sure that people are breathing clean air and that uh, we're reducing our over-reliance on fossil fuels. Yeah, yeah. So the, the goal would be half of the auto industry's sales would be electric by 2030. That's the real goal, correct? That is correct. Zero emission vehicles, half of all new vehicles sold in the 20, in, by 2030 will be zero emission vehicles. And the, the auto industry was a part of this announcement as well. They're, they're standing in support of this, correct? Absolutely. No question about it. The, uh, the auto industry uh, is supportive of this. The, the domestic auto industry has actually made the commitment. They, they've, uh, they made the commitment uh, beginning of our administration, building on what they had done during the Obama administration to really focus on developing electric, electric vehicles, both autos and trucks and commercial vehicles, because they know that's the future of their industry and they have to compete around the globe. It's not just here, it's around the globe. So they've made that commitment and it's going to have a significant impact on all of our communities as well. More MIP after this message. I, I believe I've already seen a statement by the head of the United Auto Workers. And let me mention UAW part of the AFL-CIO. We all, as I'm sure you do, um, Mr. Deputy Secretary, um, lift up in our prayers and remembrances uh, the president of the AFL-CIO, our friend Richard Trumka, who has I, passed away. I am completely heartbroken over yeah. uh, over his passing. He is he is one of the uh, not just the leader of of the movement movement, but he's one of the giants to to support a longtime tireless worker in support uh, uh, of uh, the American worker. And, you know, someone I considered a friend. I, I worked with yeah. him significantly over the years. Uh, so it, it is a it is a loss for certainly for for the family. And, and we we give our respects and condolences. But it is a loss for the country. Yeah. 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 And and Lord knows Richard continued in the tradition of um, the coalition and alliance between the civil rights movement and the labor movement. Uh, he helped to keep that alive during his tenure. And we're so appreciative of that as well. Um, but as I was saying, the president of UAW, I believe, was quoted as, as, as really bringing it home, saying if we are going to compete as a country, uh, this is necessary. Um, moving toward electric vehicles. And so ultimately, Mr. Deputy Secretary, this also, when we talk about jobs and infrastructure and economy, all of this goes together, doesn't it? You are, you are exactly correct. In order for us to have a more competitive uh, economy, a competitive nation, we need to focus on investment writ large. So it's not just the uh, investment in electric vehicles. It's, the, it's everything that the president has had in his Build Back Better agenda. It's making the country more resilient, building for the jobs of the future, making certain certain that that we are producing high quality jobs, family sustaining jobs, the types of jobs that uh, so many of our communities haven't had before, because we can't go back to the way that we were before the pandemic. That certainly didn't didn't work for the communities that, that you and I have spent a lifetime focusing on. 
we have to build a more resilient, uh, inclusive economy. And part of that is getting past this uh, this, infra- this infrastructure bill. We have to get the, this bipartisan bill passed in the next, hopefully in the next few days. It's the largest investment in public transit. It's the largest investment in passenger rail. It's the largest right. d- investment in bridge in, uh, bridges and highways since the construction of the interstate highway system. It's the largest investment. This is important. It's the largest investment in clean drinking water and wastewater infrastructure, something that you and I know has been a massive problem in the African-American community. Ten million homes right now with lead service lines and pipes. So it's going to make certain that our kids who are in our homes and our schools have safe drinking water. So all of those things need to be done. And I think they're getting done uh, in just a matter of days. More MIP after this message. It's not um, a metaphor to say this is where the rubber hits the road, because uh, I'm sure we all can remember in in the early days of the climate change movement, uh, when it wasn't even called climate change yet, it was called global warming. Um, We've come a long way because this now finally is the government uh, doing some of the things that were talked about those decades ago. Um, and it just shows the impact of the climate change movement um, and also um, the seriousness of the Biden administration um, and how important your role is having been involved in these types of things uh, in your life. It, this is where it really matters when you can actually go into government and do what's best for people in this regard rather than it having been ignored in, well, frankly, in the last administration. They fought it. Uh, they were right. against it. So, I mean, this is where the activism is is made real in the government. That you, you, There's no question about it. I mean, we all know that unless folks who actually understand the, the lives, understand the needs of the communities are in these positions, you're not going to end up with the type of policy decisions and change that's necessary. We, you, you know, you, you talk about, about climate and the environment, and I think about uh, how the, the climate crisis and extreme weather impacts uh, communities of color. Uh, the, you, know, you think about the flooding, you think about weather-related events. That, that hits our community harder and more frequently th- than other communities. But you also think about the, the type of investment that this can lead to in terms of access to high-speed broadband that's affordable and accessible across the country. There's a, as you know, there's a stark divide in America right now on on digital issues. Yeah. And black families are 9% less likely to have high-speed internet than white families. Latino Americans are 15% less likely. So we need this bill passed to make sure that all those black and brown kids who haven't had access uh, are able to to access affordable high-speed internet. I you know, I hear time and time again that parents are making the hard choice of which of their kids is going to be able to access their education on any day when they're stuck at home trying to, to, to work remotely. We should never be in a place where a child in this country, any child, doesn't matter if they're white, black, brown, anything else, they shouldn't be put in a position where they can't get access to school because they don't have broadband access. So yeah. this this is what we need to do for our communities. It's all over the place. We have to take the steps now. 
folks, Deputy Secretary of Commerce, Don Graves, our guest, I do need to mention before we go, he is a fellow Hoya. Uh, <laughs> so we appreciate that. But also, folks, a bit of, bit of history here. Um, his four times great grandparents actually had a business in Washington that stood at the site of where the Department of Commerce is now, speaking of transportation. They had a horse and buggy taxi business in Washington, D.C. Uh, and those four times great grandparents went on to own a uh, premier hotel blocks away. And uh, that son went on to also become one of our nation's first black patent holders through the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. So a bit of uh, a bit of black history in the family as well. So so it, it's funny how things come back around. You were actually in the building where your great, 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 great grandparents once had their business. It, it, absolutely. It, in the, it, in the it, space, it, I mean. It, it is it is as personal uh, as it gets every day. <laughs> it comes it comes home. I drive in, get out of my car and remember that I'm walking literally in the steps that my ancestors walked who were slaves before mm. they started their business. They were free, mm. started a business and uh, and were successful in the very same place I come every single day. Wow. So. You know, it goes back to understanding the community, understanding the lives of the people who live in their communities. That's what we have to do every single day is make sure that we remember uh, our, where we come from uh, as we make these decisions. And forgive me, brother, if my ignorance this may already be the case. But was, have you written or is there a book about your family? Well, my, my father is in the process of, of writing okay. a, a book about it. There are a number of documentaries and, and stories out there about the Wormleys or James Wormley, the, sure. uh, the, the son who wrote the, uh, the patent, who, who actually took care of Presidents Lincoln and Garfield. It's a storied history, but but you know, again, it just uh, reminds you that we're all so close yeah. to to our our community and our people, and we have to remember that in everything that we do on a daily basis. And when you think about it, those years are not that long ago, folks. It may seem like a long time ago, but but it's not that long ago. And and as we're talking about climate change and electric vehicles, vehicles that don't contribute to carbon in the atmosphere, our guests, great, 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 great grandparents were doing that with the horse and buggy. They weren't <laughs> there were no emissions. So we've come we'll come full circle. Deputy Secretary uh, Graves, we do appreciate you and, and all the work you're doing. And folks, this is the the, the way it's going. The way we're headed, it's what's best for us all. So getting ready, and it's good to know that the auto industry and the uh, unions are fully on board with this. Deputy Secretary Gray, so good to talk to you. Thank you for joining us on Make It Plain. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. 
And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.